from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. It was announced earlier today that ESPN has entered a theatrical distribution (laughs) agreement with Theater Sports Network to televise ACC college football games at movie theaters. Now, to explain a little people a bit about how this works. So, additionally, the agreement also covers New Year's Six Bowl games, including you know, Chick-fil-A, the, you know, the Peach Bowl, Cotton Bowl, Fiesta Bowl, and so forth, as well as the college football semifinal and the college football national championship. So, in agreement, approximately 75 games during the 2023-2024 college football season, again, if they're on an ESPN platform, will be shown in movie theaters. There is a caveat to this, though, is that games will be shown in away team markets. So, for example, if NC State is on the road, let's say, at Boston Mm. College, all right? Yep. You can watch that game locally in a movie theater here. Or vice versa, if, If for example— Boston College is in Raleigh. You can go to a movie theater up in Boston to but carry not, it that But not way. when they're home. But not when they're home. Now, there is an exception if there's a neutral site game. For example, this coming Saturday, UNC versus South Carolina in Charlotte might be able to watch games in a movie theater here. Are you copping or dropping the idea of going to a movie theater to watch college football games? I'm dropping it. What? But I, I will say this. I like what? I like the creativity. I like that they're trying something. I want to commend them for for trying something new, right? And and there's no bad ideas, and I'm with it. So go ACC, good job. Um, I also want want to to point out how uh, I haven't seen this with other conferences. It may be out there, but I haven't seen it yet. Um, so I like that they're they're not following. They're being a leader. The only problem I have with it is uh, I think watching sports, one of the better parts of it is the chatter. Yeah. And if I'm in a movie theater with a bunch of people I don't know, like you're you're facing the same direction. It's not conducive to, did you see that throw? Like, oh, like you can talk to the person to your right. You can talk to the person to your left, but you can't talk. Like you ever try to, uh, when you're sitting on like the same side of a booth in a restaurant, and you try to talk like five people down on your same side of the booth. Yeah. It's it's darn near impossible, right? You're leaning forward and like yelling like you're yelling your head's out a train car and you're yelling to somebody behind you. It's it's movie theaters are great. And if you told me I knew everyone in the the theater, I'd be all right with it because then like stand up, right? You can lean on stuff and it's just your buddies, right? But if it's somebody else, they bought a ticket, like they don't want me standing up in front of them. They don't want me uh, screaming to the guy four rows behind us about the, I told you that was going to happen. Like, I don't know. It's a movie theater is different from a bar in that respect because it's the, it's the chatter, but Hey, try it. Right. If, if it might be your cup of tea, it might not be my cup of tea. So, so try it, go after it, go see it, commend the ACC for trying something new or ACC network, whoever organized this for trying something new. And uh, if it's awesome, look back and laugh at me and say, ha-ha, I told you this was going to be awesome. I'm copping the idea of it for a couple reasons. One, sometimes people don't want to sit around all day at a sports bar to watch a game, but you want to gather with a group of friends, and you still want to like 
drink beer and have food. And mm-hmm. it's a, honestly, it's a good place to go because you get a larger screen, kind of gives you a little bit more maybe like that stadium feel because you are with people all facing the same direction, which is the game itself. So I like the idea of that. But also, I also enjoy the idea of the fact that we've seen this actually happen, for example, with with like wrestling pay-per-views or boxing pay-per-views where a movie theater will show it. Mm-hmm. You pay a ticket to come watch it as opposed to paying the full price for a pay-per-view. Some people that may have cut the cord may not be able to watch games at home, but again, they want to gather with a large group of people, still have concessions and snacks and all that kind of stuff as opposed to trying to shuffle their way in to sit at a sports bar all day. I like the idea of it. I think it's kind of cool. It's different. It's unique, but I think it's going to be... Okay, I think okay, some of that's so going to work. You you br- you bring up an interesting point, saying it's kind of like the stadium. Yeah. Which this similar thing, right? If you go to a, a like, if you go to to Bank of America to watch a Panthers game, and or if you go to yeah, heck, Carter Finley or or Wallace Wade, wherever. Yeah. Keenan, and you go with like eight people. The eight people, if you're sitting in the same row, the the people in seat one and the people in seat eight can't talk. Which is kind of what I'm I'm complaining about here. So maybe you just have to treat it like you're going to the stadium. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you this: lights on or off? I think lights will be on. On? Like did like kind of dimmed though? Like you see sometimes during the previews yeah. before they fully lower the lights? Yeah, I think so. Absolutely. All right, I might be coming around on it. I'm still dropping it for the moment, but I'm I'm reserving the right to cop it at a later date. Okay. I'll- I want I want to hear from some people I trust that go. Uh, and and you know they can do turn around and say like either come on in or yeah you were right but but I'm 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 withholding the right to change at a later date. I'm just thinking the idea. I'm just I'm copying the idea for the fact that hey you know what we can host a watch party for a game at one of these things. That would see. I think if everyone's yeah. there for the same purpose. Yeah. Like I don't. Not 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 for the same. Like if you're all coming from the same group, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's it feels like you know everybody, right? Yeah. It's, well, like, I'm talking like for us, for our listeners. Yeah, no, I agree yeah. with that. Like, if you're all there as part of like the drive, watches the game at the the, the b- 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 theater, I think that's that's a cool environment. What I don't love the idea of is treating it like a movie where you just walk up to please, and and you know you get two, and then you're sitting next. It's like a weird vibe. It's like I don't know. Movies and and sports are different. It just it just is. Okay. I'm but all, again, but again, you do it and then let me know if it's awesome and I'll I'll listen to you. I'm all in on it. Your heart. It's the only one you have. Fortunately, you also have a choice. Expert cardiologists, talented surgeons, highly skilled specialists, all of whom chose WakeMed. Why? The main reason is the same reason patients choose WakeMed. Everything you need for the best possible care is right here. Learn more at WakeMed.org. WakeMed Heart and Vascular Physicians. Your heart, your choice. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Thank you very much for uh, for running the segment there. Did you Dennis. watch the Ryder Cup in a the movie theater? Mm. If you, I, I'm very <laughs> no. See, because I, you know, I just pinned why I'm why I'm trepidatious, why I have a little bit of uh, timidness about about the movie theater thing. Mm-hmm. 
I'm very picky about who I watch sports with. That's fair. Right? I don't I like at a bar it feels like I can I can close off people that I don't. Like if you're if you're at a, a high top, right, and you're sitting with like three of your buddies, you can kind of make it just you and three of your buddies. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. At a at a uh if can you imagine being like whoever your favorite football team is, right? You've been looking forward to this game all week, right? There's maybe uh, your quarterback might be hurt, might not play, and he and he's jogging out there with the first series. You sit down at the theater, and you have somebody who doesn't like watch games the same way you do next to you. Doesn't have the same conversations. Doesn't focus in at the same parts. It's like, buddy, you're gonna have to be quiet here. It's a big third down, and they're like, "What? I'm here for the social." It's like. All right, we got a problem here. Like, and, and you don't get to choose who you sit next to at a theater, right? You're just fighting for an armrest. That's all you. That's all you have in common. I think that's the problem. I don't like the the. Unless you're all there for the same reason, like you're there for the drive, right? You're there for a, a watch party with the same team, and and you know the club. Like, unless it's all there, I'm a little nervous about who I'm sitting next to. That's what it is. Anyway, the drive with Tim Donnelly here on 99.9 The Fan. Uh, Speaking of the ACC being in uh, these these theaters, I like that the ACC is trying something new, and that's what the next five years are going to have to be about for the ACC. Mm-hmm. Right? We rightfully so. Everything got put on hold as far as ACC expansion, uh, based on uh, the, the tragedy yesterday on on North Carolina's campus uh, involving the the shooter that that um, one life was lost, a, a faculty member. But if that didn't happen, and right, fingers crossed, we wish it could, it didn't happen and, and we could prevent that from happening. But if that didn't happen, we probably would have had three new ACC teams this morning, or at least, you know, the, the announcement that they were being invited as far as Stanford, Cal, and SMU. It felt like everything was trending towards a late-night invitation or late-night meeting to vote, ending with somebody flipping to a yes from a no, and that's all it would have taken. The next meeting, I guess it'll be now, the next meeting of the presidents of the ACC, I would assume will likely come with a vote to approve the, the invitation to Stanford, Cal, and SMU whenever that is, right? And, and whenever that is appropriate following the, the um, again, the tragedy in, in Chapel Hill, um, it'll happen whenever that timeline gets restarted. When it comes to the expansion of the ACC, Bringing in Stanford, Cal, and SMU and the additional media money that comes with it and them agreeing to take partial shares and in SMU's case, zero share for a, for a uh, you know specific period of time. The way I'm describing this is it is a temporary and incomplete solution. The problem the ACC is dealing with right now is their teams are getting less money per year than the SEC and the Big Ten and maybe over the next few years, you can see the the Big 12 start to put a little distance between them and the ACC, which would be an eye-opener. So, so if that's the problem, you have a temporary, incomplete solution in bringing in Stanford and Cal on a partial media rights share and SMU on a zero media rights share because they're not going to do that forever. Right, they're not going to agree to just be, you know, a, a one-third member forever. Eventually, they're going to be a full share. Eventually, SMU is going to want a share, and and when that kicks in, you're no longer going to have that fifty-five million dollars slush fund, which is the estimate we've we've been given, uh, to appease the rest of the ACC. 
So that's why it's a temporary solution, right? Stanford and Cal and SMU may say, yeah, we'll take less for five years, for seven years, for however long. But after that, we want our money. So that's the temporary nature. That's the expiration date of it. The other thing is $55 million split 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 ways doesn't add up to the difference between the ACC and the other major conferences. So it's not even a full solution for the temporary nature of the solution. But what does it do? Hopefully, what does it do for the Atlantic Coast Conference? Buys them some time. Time, right? Just a couple years where Florida State isn't going full. I need to get out of here. Just a couple years where you can give a couple big checks to Clemson and appease the the happy feet to get the heck out of there. To make the Magnificent Seven not as magnificent for a couple years. (laughs) That's what it does. It buys you some time. So, as soon as it happens, right? This is what I'm talking about as far as the theaters, right? As far as anything. Whenever the next meeting is where you vote, and and if it does end up leading to the invitations for Stanford, Cal, and SMU, you have that meeting, say, on Wednesday evening. Call another meeting for Thursday. Like, no time wasted. Or I guess I'll, I'll go with this. I'll go with this. You will, we'll treat the ACC presidents and, and athletic directors and administrators and chancellors like they are a college football team. What do college football teams get after a win? Ice Tw- cream. <laughs> how, how nice would that be? Uh, 24 hours to celebrate. Right, Coach goes, celebrate the win for 24 hours, back on the grind on. Usually it's Monday. Right? Get in, see your, get your trainer, uh, get your treatment, see your trainer, watch some film, make sure you're ready to roll, celebrate it for 24 hours. Monday morning, it's all about the next opponent. So whenever the ACC presidents get together, uh, and, and if they're able to get it across the finish line, Stanford, Cal, SMU, invitations on the way, you get 24 hours to celebrate that 25th hour, get in a meeting room, get on a Zoom, and talk about the as soon as you possibly can what you're going to do over the next few years while you have this temporary and partial solution in place. What are you going to do to set yourself up for the next few years after that? Maybe it is, hey, we're throwing uh, theater parties and that's going to make us a whole bunch of money. Maybe it is, uh, uh, hey, we're going to work on further expansion or, hey, we're going to do this, that. Like, Figure it out how you're going to fix the problems at hand permanently beyond this temporary partial solution that you have with expansion. I, I get the appeal of $55 million for the conference to spend how they see fit over the next five years or whatever it ends up being. I get that, and I, I think it's something you, you should be doing, and I think it's something they're going to be doing. But beyond that, what are you doing? Because the problem so many of these conferences have made, Pac-12, ACC, Big 12 in some ways, is, is they haven't been one step ahead of everyone else. They've been one step behind. Right, the SEC was one step ahead when they decided to to go get Texas and Oklahoma. Right, the Big Ten was one step ahead when they decided to go get USC and UCLA. So the ACC, once they decide to bring in Stanford and Cal and be the last Power Four conference, I guess it would be at that point to expand. 
They have to decide how they're going to get ahead of those other other conferences. How will you be one step ahead? So 24 hours to celebrate, I'm fine with that. I mean, get your treatment, see your trainer, watch some film, but I'm fine with that. Monday morning, be ready to have some ideas. Show up with some ideas. So the reason I chose William Peace was because of their stellar game design program. It's very rare to find a game design program in the United States at all, let alone North Carolina. And this place seemed like the right place for me for where I wanted to go and the connections I could make uh, within the program. Turn your hobby into a career in one of the highest paid professions in the country with William Peace University's simulation and game design program. Master design, 3D modeling, and programming in a state-of-the-art space with the latest and most remarkable technologies available. Find out more at peace.edu.